Mm-mm. Mm-mm, what? what happened today? Are you eating? Yeah, I, I actually, because we were, this whole time we weren't recording, he said ready to record. I just, just as I put some nuts in my mouth, I was like, oh, don't start. <laughs> <laughs> so Dick has some nuts in his mouth. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yo. <laughs> You're sweet. Uh, wait, you're listening. Okay. All right. You're listening listening to Cybercast. Today is uh, Cybercast 033, the magic number episode. Of course, Dick asked earlier what 33, why is it the magic number? Yes. Just listen to No Agenda at noagendashow.com. This is Cybercast. I'm Clay. We have Dick, Tosh, and Ty. The usual cast. And, uh, have you been listening to Radio Lab? So, say it again, Dick. Have you been listen, listening to Radio Lab? I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've missed the last two episodes, though. I, I would say, like, the, the meter in your voice was like, like you were starting an episode of Radio Lab. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> listen to it again. When, when this is Cybercast, the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What? You just um, need cool music in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, speaking of, of basically stuff like Radio Lab, I mean, that is a very creative uh, show. Mm-hmm. And today we're going to talk about creativity and sharing your creativity with the world, or perhaps not. Um, you know, I, I, I struggle with the stuff I create. Um, what do you, do you my, guys agree what do you with struggle that? with it so what what say it again what do you mean by you struggle with it so i i I'm always creating things, but I never share it, and I'm always scared to share it because I sort of fear what people will say, and sometimes even worse, I fear that no one will look at it <laughs> and and but, you're talking about you photography, photography then yeah, photography, this podcast um I mean, look how long I wanted to do a podcast. As I, you know, t- two thousand five, two thousand six, I wanted to do a podcast, and I was scared to do it. Okay, mm. but you're doing it now, and you got a you got a website that shows your photography, so I guess you're you're more comfortable. I'm not. I, I'm actually not more comfortable because, like, the website that I had put out there with my photography was very. It was stagnant. It didn't have any cre- uh, new work. Mm-hmm. It didn't have anything that I was uh, that I'm actually doing. I have a lot of things that I'm doing that are on my computer that haven't been shared. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Because you know. because I I always see you taking photographs. So right, I do wonder. Yeah, where do where do those go? Like, <laughs> what do you do with it? Do you just sit at your computer and look at them, or do you? Yeah, I, I sometimes I do sit there and, and look at it, and then I try to imagine what I would create with it. Um, and then sometimes I go out there with my camera and I imagine a project. I implement what I would do. And then I come home and I put it on my computer and then I leave it there. <laughs> mm-hmm. But what, what, okay. So, so you're, you're, you're afraid what people might say, but what, what is the response you would like to get? And from which people, like what, what, where do you want to go with your photography? I would like to be I, I would like to 
get to a point where I don't care what people think, right? Mm-hmm. Um, where I'm just working at at ideas that I have in my head, and be able to implement what I see, and actually create, you know, what I actually envision, rather than wondering what people are thinking and then not putting it out there because I'm scared what they may think mm-hmm. or not say anything at all. But um, are you able to, because you're saying like, I have a vision and I want to create that and view the end result, right? Mm -hmm. But are you able to, um, how do you say that, Uh, get to that level of the vision you had and say, this is exactly what my vision was? So am I able to actually create what I set out to create? Yeah. Um, so when I first come back, right? When mm-hmm. I have a vision, I come back. I always am disappointed. Mm-hmm. And then I leave it alone for a couple of weeks. And then I come yeah. back to it. And then I, I see now with different eyes what I, what I wanted to create. And... Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's it's li- it's slightly different, but I'm like, and then, and then sometimes I feel like this is actually okay, and then I I try to work with that. Hmm. Because um, I kind of have sort of the same problem uh-huh. that I'm thinking of something I want to create, and it never quite works the way I want it to. Uh-huh. You know, and for like personal use, I'm like I don't really care. But in a professional setting, <laughs> I care a lot. And, like, I really want to live up to that level, but I'm not able to, you know? Yeah. I think what, yeah. I, what, it, what that takes is uh, when you, when you want to get to the point where you create what you have set out to create, you have to get real comfortable with your tools or um, your instruments. Right. That's the only mm-hmm. way you can ever create anything you want to. And in the beginning... You're just going to create some stuff and end up, you might end up liking some of it. It might not end up, you might end up scrapping it, but you'll either learn like, okay, when I do this, this is how, how the result will look. And, uh, and it, yeah, it's not what's going to be how you wanted it to be, but over time when you learn that stuff, you'll be able to create whatever you want, whenever you want to. Yeah. Basically, I mean, you have to put the time in, right? I yeah. mean, if you don't put the time in, you know, like, you know, if Malcolm Gladwell, you know, talking about his 10,000 hours you know i mean the only one the only way to do is to do right you have to get down and and, and actually work you know I, I, you know the reason i started thinking about this right is um so t- uh when tosh last uh two weeks ago you know uh uh shared with us his uh his and his uh his partner's uh uh music uh creation right mm-hmm. um you know I, I i thought about it it's like okay so uh you know, he got it. He, he the podcast. Uh, what was the podcast called again? That Cookie uh, Dough, Cookie Dough podcast. You know, they they picked up the uh, the mix and shared it with their, um, you know, with their audience. You know, and and I thought to myself that if someone were to share our, you know, like let's say our podcast with with a hu- a broader audience, like I kind of fear that a little bit. Um, I can't. I want that, right? But mm-hmm. I'm scared of what people will say. 
you know, and I and so um and same thing with my photography, right? I mean, I I'm actually working on a new photography website and I'm I'm actually having I'm having a block on what on actually finishing it. You, you know? Is it going um, you change the web address or you you just It's going to be a different web address, yeah. Yeah, I actually on my uh, CW Daily Photography, that that is all gone. Um That's recent, then. Yeah, that's recent. Um you know, and and I'm 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 not so sure where to go with that. Um you know how to proceed. I don't have enough time to actually go out and create new work, but I have so much work that I need to finish. So I'm gonna start with the work I started, right? When you say you don't have time, mm-hmm. are you on a deadline? Or are you trying to get it? No, no, no. I don't have a deadline. So I'm um, you have enough time to shoot new work if that's what you want to do. Yeah, yeah. I, I the thing is that like I have, you know, like I have so many different. I mean, I started painting again. Oh, yeah, um, cool. yeah. Um. You know, we have the podcast and, um, you know, I mean, so I, I don't know. I mean, so like, am I doing all these other things to distract myself from finishing and, and doing photography? I, sometimes I wonder. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I, I, I just think you have a very creative mind that needs a lot of ways to express itself. Mm. I would agree what if with I'm, that. What, yeah. Well, what if I'm fooling myself? What if I'm like faking the f- creativity <laughs> and I'm not really that creative? Uh, no, you're not no, faking think, it because you're actually doing it. The only way you can fake it is if you like you were famous for it and you're like, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> yeah, let me I'm tell you guys something. It's all an accident. Man. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely not famous for it. So, <laughs> so you, you, be, you can't be faking it. Then, yeah. Right. Like if you're just doing it. And that's what you want to do, then you can't break it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there there are a lot of people who are creating things. Like, so look at uh, you know John Gruber and Darren Fireball, right? Mm-hmm. It's amazing the work he does there. It's creative. It's it's really good stuff. But Wait, then what are they doing? So then, uh, the uh, John Gruber, the Darren Fireball, it's like uh, you know he does Apple like uh, commentary, I guess you call it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he does a show, called, a podcast called the talk, the talk show, and I hear him talk on there, and he sounds very arrogant. <laughs> and it's like, you know, Steve Jobs quoted him one time and said, you know, oh yeah, you know, John Gruber on Darren Fowlball gets the idea. You know, this was a whole Atanagate thing. Um. So like, I wonder. Okay, I admire the stuff he does. Um. And. He has gotten validation from his audience and from Steve Jobs before he passed. Like, like if I were to become that famous for what I do, would I be able to handle it? And if I do get, if I do get that level, do I become arrogant like that? Mm, probably need to get a little bit arrogant. I'm just kidding. The thing is that <laughs> I'm arrogant right now. You said. No, I said, I said you can't. You can you can get a little bit arrogant if you want to. So if you got like yeah. validation from Steve Jobs, you, I would get a little yeah, arrogant. That's true. A little yeah, bit. But I, you know, I would too. Actually, yeah, you're right. I, well, I hope I hope that I wouldn't become arrogant. My you know my Buddhist readings will hopefully would keep me grounded, but who knows? 
Well, to me, you don't seem like the person who will would get arrogant uh, when when you would get famous. So, mm. how, yeah. I, I would have, I would do it. Um, I would pretend to be arrogant, and I'd probably become arrogant just by because I pretend so long. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what what concerns me more is, uh, let's say hypothetically that this podcast would reach like a, um, a greater audience. Um, like from the outset, it's always been like, yeah, we just talk about whatever we talk about the stuff we find interesting or, um, you know, stuff that, that, you know, keeps us up at night sometimes, you know, that sort of thing. Right. Would we then, uh, if we had a a bigger audience, would we then try to cater to them and then maybe let them decide our agenda? That's a good question. Uh, Would we? It all depends. See, I, I think, think if you're making money from it, you you would you will because you'll be like, okay, this is a business. You need to make business decisions. But if you are just doing it, and and people are flocking to it, then you might as well stick to what you're doing. If people are coming for that, but so then okay, so if that it become then it becomes like a chore though, right? Because for me, it it's not a chore now. But if I were to cater to what our audience wants, then it becomes a chore all of a sudden because now you're, you know, at work you're doing what your boss tells you to do. Now you're telling, you, now you're doing what your audience wants you to do. Doesn't it become a chore then? It might, if you look at it as a chore. But yeah. uh, if you would have the mindset of, hey, we have this great community and we can really build something with this community and get input from them and really talk with them basically uh-huh. during this podcast does it become a chore then right it's so, all about the punch yeah. Yeah. yeah right exactly yeah you mean it could also become more interactive which would be a good thing yeah i yeah. would love that yeah i would love that right yeah i mean look we're not scared of we're not scared of actually being really interactive we let people into onto the show like we've had people in the past where we had them onto the show a lot of podcasts don't do that right mm-hmm. really i don't know um no a lot of podcasts they don't like unless it's actually a show that has guests right but yeah. i mean come on we had what's the most people we had on six people right what's yeah six? yeah like with uh, yeah, pablo so, and, and yeah. gabriel at the same crazy time. With... right exactly yeah 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 so so like tosh um when when the uh mix got onto the podcast what did you feel um well for me it wasn't necessarily uh the mix getting onto the podcast there was a big uh you know point of no return it was the kind of the release before that when we put the track on soundcloud ourselves oh i see because that was our first real outing as as an apprentice how Um, long ago was that uh now it's about two months ago i think Okay, I'm not sure. So, like, when you're when you're when you guys put it on on SoundCloud, do you see the numbers of people like uh, the numbers of time people played it? Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. You see the amount of uh, likes and uh, reposts and also some comments. Yeah, and and you get you get to see also um, comments um, linked to the time, so you can if there's like a drop <laughs> at the one minute mm-hmm. mark of a track, you can say, oh, that's a nice drop. You know, like. Uh, Right, right, and yeah, that that is something you do t- keep track of once you post something there. Mm-hmm. Like I'm really aware of like, oh man, uh, it's only ten more, ten more plays now. Oh, <laughs> it's not going. 
So ha- wow. has ha- so do you wa- do you guys want to put more things there out there to sort of entice people to keep coming back or what, what like you know like like how do you f- you know you know because so you guys dropped two mixes on there now right? Uh yeah so we we had the intention with that nights over Egypt edit to have it be like a, an introduction to our sound and our the, the the stuff we're doing at the moment so right. And uh, as a lead-in to our actual vinyl, which which we talked about uh, the last episode. And, mm-hmm. yeah, there's some news. Uh, it's been officially announced by our label, uh, Street Edits, that oh, okay. it's coming out. And, uh, cool. Congrats. Yeah, thanks. And, and those two tracks you can listen to also on SoundCloud now. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, so we, we were kind of intending to, to make uh, like a sequence of releases. Mm. So we're al- we're already thinking about the next vinyl, you know, or the next oh, okay. the next okay. couple of tracks that will be re- will be released, and also for the longer term, we're thinking of an album. Nice. Um, but yeah, if, 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 if for the album, yeah. Well, we have about ten or eleven tracks that are basically done. Mm-hmm. At least when it comes to the to the arrangement and, and you know the instrumentation, um, one one big bottleneck that so far has been uh, vocals. It's very hard to come by like a good vocalist, good singers. Oh, okay, yeah. So um, we were not singers or very, you know like powerhouse singers ourselves. So. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't feel enticed to do it ourselves. So, yeah, we're trying to find somebody who can like bring that little extra flavor to to those tracks. So like so you, so basically the right now is a duo. You guys want to make it a trio or you just someone to come in just uh, and sort of um, add to the you know add to the mix and, and just be like a uh, um, cameo type. Or of you thing. want to be like Massive Attack when they always have different vocalists. Yeah, I think that 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 that's a good example. Um, I mean, the basis of our work—that's like the 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 arrangement, the composition, the the you know the the production. That that that's uh, the basis of our work. And the vocals mm-hmm. would be like an element within that production. It it, w- okay. it wouldn't be like a, a solo artist with a, a team of producers behind behind them. Because we we do okay. we do have some tracks that are meant to be instrumental. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. So 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 w- since you guys were on that podcast, have the numbers gone up in terms of play counts? Um Well, I, that's hard that's hard to tell because uh you know like outlets that that release on a regular basis, they have kind of like an average amount of plays that they oh. get for each outing. You know that the it goes for street edits uh everything that goes on there usually has around i don't know maybe mm-hmm. a couple of thousand plays or maybe more and the same goes for for that mm-hmm. cookie dough thing so okay yeah what do you compare it to do you compare it to your own stuff or do you compare it to other people's stuff oh i see yeah yeah but yeah i mean soundcloud the infrastructure works is it works to encourage like positive feedback so we've gotten a lot of positive feedback which is great Right, right. 
Um, SoundCloud, SoundCloud is the only space that you guys uh, shared it, right? You don't have an actual website. No, no, we just have a placeholder at okay. the moment, and we're still considering okay. what we're going to do with it. Okay. Uh, but that that's for for musicians especially. That's kind of a hard thing because you know making a record is one thing, mm-hmm. but you know getting it out there. That's something completely yeah. different. I mean, yeah, you, you have back in the day you have MySpace and uh, now you have SoundCloud, but yeah, n- none of those platforms guarantee a, a certain amount of you know of plays or listeners. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Um, and the same with labels, you know, uh, it's a real challenge to, to one, find a label and then actually get to the, get to the point that you're actually releasing something. And yeah, yeah, you all, you almost get like in, into this marketing, marketing process that actually, yeah, it, it can, it can be kind of demotivating because for mm-hmm. me, it's all, all it's, right. it's always about the music i'm i'm really also in the studio i'm 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 usually not thinking about um yeah how might this this come across to like the average listener it's like what do i want from from this track what do I, what do i want it to sound like so you you're basically making what you want to listen to definitely definitely yeah. and that, that, that the same goes for for maxido that's that's almost like a, a a contract that we have between the two of us like we have to be able to dig it good that's a good contract yeah yeah mm-hmm. i mean this you know this podcast this podcast basically is what i want to listen to you know this is this is you know this is i if i can't if i don't want to listen to this anymore we ha- i have to figure out what well, what can we do next to make it so that i want to listen to this and, and and that's what another thing is that it, it, you know this is why I don't want to cater to the audience too much, right? Because that that soon the the show won't be a show I want to listen to anymore, and then it will be a chore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I guess you should not uh, chase money with anything you enjoy doing. If it comes, then it comes. Right. Well, like, what if Anna What if Anna Prentice, like, all of a sudden, you know, gets invited to some big venue, and then, um, then the pressure, you know, how how do you stave off the pressure of wanting to sort of conform to what society wants? Well, some people are okay with that, though. So yeah, I, I don't know how they people. are, because because you know you you made it clear that you don't want to ever cater to an audience, so you you probably would stay true to whatever you want to do. But some people. All they all they do is chase the validation and the crowd and the money. That's what they chase, and when they get it, they'll just do anything to keep it. So it's yeah, just two different true. kind of, uh, I guess, artists, right, or creators. Yeah. Well, one thing that comes to mind is um, you guys know Sia, right? She's like a yeah, singer, yeah. songwriter. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she's she's written a lot of songs for for big artists like Rihanna. Um, she does she always just like she covers her keeps her face hidden or you know yeah that, yeah that's kind of the way she goes about it now because yeah for, for the first time in a long time she's had uh, some solo success for herself as opposed mm-hmm. to the stuff she's done for others um but she's 
she's kind of made a promise to herself like i don't want to get caught up in that lifestyle like i don't want to be or uh, she she still wants to be able to go out on the street and uh you know do yeah. the things that she loves mm. and have a social life and not be dogged by paparazzi mm. so she yeah, she's made i her, can get that yeah she's made made a really big point yeah not to have her face sh- shown uh, in tv performances or um you know like red carpet events um and uh, yeah she did a very very interesting uh inspiring interview with uh Howard Stern where she oh, okay. where where she talks about um you know her she she really goes into the technicals of being like a pop songwriter because she 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 doesn't have any pretense about it that she uh makes pop music yeah she makes pop music and that's what she's good at and mm-hmm. that's what she likes to do and she she doesn't want like to be the next madonna or lady gaga or beyonce or whatever mm-hmm. she just want she just wants to write songs uh think of melodies and you know not deal with all of the 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 showbiz crap around it right the baggage right because she's been through that like i think it was in 2007 2008 that she tried to to actually go that route of being like a solo performer and she mm-hmm. hated all of it. Like she, she, she almost killed herself back then. Like she, really? yeah. Wow. Yeah. So th- that's that's like a, a real example of a genuine, uh, a genuine, genuinely creative person, just trying to create. Yeah. Right. And I mean, yeah, it's still, still uh, when she goes to perform and has like the elaborate, like performance pieces with dancers and, and stuff people still go like oh she's just trying to shock people or she you know she there there there's no real complexity in her work and she's she's just yeah an empty vessel you know but dress it up yeah exactly but yeah i I don't i I disagree like me too i think i think her stuff is amazing yeah and she's she's an amazing singer yeah like when one of the biggest songs she's written is Diamonds by Rihanna. Yeah. And if you hear Rihanna sing it, it's almost like does Rihanna uh, does Sia sound like Rihanna or does Rihanna sound like Sia? Uh-huh. And I think I think that's the latter. It's the latter, you know, like I I did not know it was Rihanna when I first yeah, heard the song. Yeah, me too. I honestly did not know it was her. Uh, and, and, and on that on that Howard Stern interview, she she performs Diamonds herself. It's amazing. Oh okay, wow. Oh really? Yeah. That that uh that episode was that Howard Stone was in in uh, in uh, the summer of uh 2014, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like, you know um because uh, um Michelangelo, the guy who does our the intro and the outro music for us, you know he's he's uh he does music as well, and he always talks to me about about Sia and you know it's it's because of him why I I actually started listening to her yeah, and uh, yeah she's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and so I actually never heard about it, but I'm definitely going to check sure it out. Yeah. The, cha- the chandelier, yeah. yeah, the chandelier song. You've heard that? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, chandelier song. Yeah, I'm um, pretty sure. Uh, Taj, you want to sing it for us? Just the high notes. <laughs> uh, no, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll let Sia do that for me. <laughs>
um dick anything that you're uh that you're i mean i know you're in school now but anything that you know because your blog is like sort of on hiatus a little bit now it's not yeah i'm not doing anything with it really no 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 plans to do anything i mean yeah and that that blog you did for yourself right well um i did it for people that were interested in what i was doing when i was not in america so oh, okay and yeah it was just just people that i knew all right um, so it was for you and your like a small circle of people that mm-hmm. you expect yeah but it did get a little more attention than I first thought it would get. Uh, but that's, I guess, mostly through Facebook, spreading friends through friends, you know? Right. Uh, but yeah, yeah, as you can tell, like, I don't have any problem with putting what I what I make out there. Um, but I'm not really doing it. I've, I've never done anything for a lot of attention yet. You know, I, I know there's two different things, two different ways you can put things out. It's just to have them out there. And then there's right. one way of like, hey, I want to get noticed for this. Um, and I haven't done anything like that yet. But okay. I have been thinking about doing just because I, I, I used to like when I was very heavily into graphic design and just spending a lot of time doing things and taking on a new project. And I haven't done it in a while and I've been thinking about it. Oh, okay, cool. And I would probably put that up somewhere. Yeah. Cool. And that's it what about you ty anything that you're um wanting that you're creating that would would you know you'd like to share with the world or mm, well i've been thinking about creating a blog for i don't know how long <laughs> but what do you want to blog about uh just uh my journey uh, just stuff i like oh, you're gonna do a fitness just, one right is it, is yeah, and uh, it's going to be mainly fitness related and like how to lose weight and like all the struggles that are, you know, come with losing weight and stuff like that. Mm. But I've actually wrote a couple of pieces, but I I don't know. I, I guess I'm stuck as well to like really put it out there. And the thing is, for me is... If I w- really wanted to put this out there, I need to at least on a weekly basis put one post out, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I can reach that uh, certain amount of posts, you know? Mm. Well, it's a trick, I, though. Just start writing the titles right. of, of posts you want to do, like, and the general ideas if you have a general idea, but different topics... Like and, build a skeleton, and right? Then, and then you put them in your WordPress as drafts, and then you just uh, every week go work on one. But so, so so at least try to have, say, if you want to do one for a week for a year, then you got to come up with at least fifty-two topics and just put them down. Mm-hmm. And then if a week comes and you can't think of anything, you have to pick one of those and just write on it. Yeah, mm, th- that's a good one. Yeah. And actually, like. Right now, I'm doing an internship, right? Right. And I'm forced to create something, and it's forced out into basically the whole wide world. Mm-hmm. And you, you by was, the way, you sounded more comfortable on that beginning of the, the you know, that clip you sent than you do on the podcast sometimes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, really? Yeah, you sounded really comfortable. You had some eyes uh, on you there. Yeah, some eyes. <laughs> eyes. 
Oh. Yeah, it was like, but that that was like I don't know, I don't know what happened during that. Because uh, <laughs> it was so out of the blue, I, they just dropped me in there, and I was like, I really need to say something because I, I think the reason why I sounded more confident is maybe because of the realization of it is live right now oh. and I need to say something or else it's going to come across like, uh, how does that <laughs> make you more comfortable? Know what to say. Yeah. I was going to say it, right. would, it would make me less. I, I don't know. I mean, for my impression, man, that's good. You're good for the adult industry. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> okay. So actually, no, actually we should, we should go live then with cybercast. <laughs> we should try that. Wow. I be, I actually I actually have been thinking about that. About streaming it, you know, like on one of those uh, you know, uh, ice casts or whatever those or, things or are do called. Or hang out or something. Yeah. We should hmm. we should give that a try. I'm I'm pretty sure I'll I'll freeze up. <laughs> we just have a with tie hosted. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do it. <laughs> Alright, cool. So creativity. And putting stuff out there, I think we should we should we should re- revisit this uh, a little bit later. Um, especially when I actually do release my website. Yeah. What's your time frame? I give myself a year. <laughs> a year? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm actually want to. I want to do it within a month. Okay. Oh, that's a good time frame. Yeah. So in the next month, we're gonna bring it up. Okay. That works. Sounds good to me. Oh, and uh, I've I've got one last question then before we wrap this topic up. Um, It might be a little complicated to to answer like in in one go, so take time to think about it. Um, Basically, my question is, what does creativity mean for you? So um, (laughs) maybe if I go first and you get an idea of what what I mean with that. Um, For me, creativity is like solving puzzle that you set for yourself so if, if i can give an example um one of the tracks for the album that that one that that we've been most satisfied with me and maxito um when we first started out with it it didn't click whatsoever it was kind of like um like uh, this psychedelic hip-hop track but the the rhythm and the the, the other instrumentation like the guitar and, and the keys they just weren't clicking it was not a pleasant thing to to listen to so yeah we, we got frustrated and uh, at one point we were like okay let's take a break and then come back and then i went when i started listening to the track again i was like okay you know what we should do we should cut out the entire drum uh track just cut all of mm. it out and just leave the instrumentation there and then i just started listening and i, I kind of set up this um this kind of NPC pad for myself, you know, like uh, where you can kind of press press buttons to to program the rhythm. Mm-hmm. And I just started to like go c- completely on intuition, just you know, like kick, snare, kick, snare, and was completely off off beat, off time. It, it didn't make sense whatsoever. But then mm-hmm. when we started listening to the whole thing, like the beat and and the instrumentation together, it sounded amazing. Like it, the the whole track came together, and it, yeah, mm-hmm. like I said, it became one of our favorite tracks, you know, to listen to. Um, which track was this? Um, it, it's not out. 
So uh, oh, it's not out. Oh, okay. So uh, when the album comes, you'll you'll hear it. <laughs> okay, cool. But um, yeah. So that that's kind of the the feeling it has for me, especially when when you get to experience those kinds of moments. Uh, it's it's kind of like a release of energy, you know, like when when you you kind of see, you see it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So that that's basically what create creativity is to me. So um, who who wants to go first in <laughs> answering? <laughs> oh boy. Huh. Interesting. Um. Yeah. That's okay. Um. So for me, creativity is. So, so you you said you, for you it's about sort of uh, creating a puzzle, or, or solving a puzzle, right? Yeah, solving a puzzle like that you've that, you, puzzle. that you've created for yourself. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's I mean for me creativity is um. Yeah, I don't know. It's an interesting question. Um. For me, it is. I'm just gonna speak. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> Just, uh, for me, creativity is cr- creating something that I, I would like to consume. And that started out with drawing. Uh, you know, I, I drew some of the things that I wish I would see in either comic books or wherever I'm looking at, at things that I like to look at. Uh, same thing happened when I was doing, I was making beats when I was in college. And that was, I was just trying to make something I like listening to. Uh, my writing as well. And not everything that I put out there, but just stuff that I write sometimes, just keep for myself, just things I want to read. So it's just being able to to make something, make things that you like to look at or consume. That's what it is for me. Hmm. Good answer. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of what you talked about when you said you're gonna make music that you like listening to, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the basis of what you're doing. Then yeah, you're doing the same thing. Definitely. Hmm. Go ahead, Ty. Well, for, well, go ahead. No, no, I'm saying go ahead. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, well, for me, cre- creativity is something that's hard to explain, but for me, it's more like it's sort of a the stream of life, sort of, that is either to observation or uh, taking place in my head, and I'm just taking tiny bits and pieces and just trying to create a world that kind of makes sense to me and you know it's just like with all those bits and pieces you can create something new something fresh and something that I truly like to see or like to hear or you know it's kind of a little out there, but that's mm. kind of like what my creativity is. And like the main thing about creativity for me is it's an outlet. It It is a time where I can be like so inside of my own world mm-hmm. that I can kind of be at peace. Mm-hmm. Not always because during my internship is like uh deadline 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 and yeah. so that's a little different but for my personal creativity it is really truly an outlet to just 
go in a mind space that is just truly created by myself, you know? Mm-hmm. True. I hope it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So listen. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to say, I'm, so Pablo Picasso, this was attributed to him. I'm not sure if this is his quote, right? But good artists, you know, they borrow and great artists steal, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to steal from Austin Cleon. Uh, uh, creativity is subtraction. <laughs> what, what, what's the, what, what is it? Uh, creativity is subtraction. Subtraction, okay. Right, and this is from Austin Cleon from his uh, his book uh, Newspaper Blackout, and mm-hmm. I've I have I I I believe this, and it's about you know when you're cre- when you're being creative, it's a matter of what you leave out, right? It's like what do you leave out of your work? Um, you know, d- sometimes you know the unspoken is as important, right, as the spoken. You know what I mean? Like, um, I, sometimes I when it. you're looking at huh, what's that? Yes, I I, I get what you're saying. Right. You know, like mm-hmm. like sometimes when you look at um, like what was so what was so amazing about looking at uh, Andy Warhol's work? Sometimes, you know, sometimes this video of people just doing just mundane stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I think it's, it's because just, of who he was. <laughs> it, it, it it sometimes is because of who he is, but sometimes there was no sound; it was just video. And so, like you're captured by just mundane things happening but the one thing that's left out you know one of your sub- your 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 sen- your senses is sound right a hearing and that is left out and so therefore you're m- now imagining what they're saying or right yeah. um mm. and uh so i'm going to steal and then steal again so i stole twice <laughs> <laughs> two wrongs make well, it right th- that's <laughs> a good one actually there you go Sorry, Ty, what'd you say? That's a good one, actually. You know, like the stuff that you leave out. Right. You know. But see, they're talking about creativity in a different the, the different sense of that word. Like, how creative can you be in expressing an idea? But I think we're also talking about creativity as like an an activity as well. Right. right. Yeah. And, and even Cleon himself says that basically, you know, to be creative, you actually have to cut out stuff out of your life as well. Like you have to make time to become, cre- to do things that are creative. Yeah. Right. So it's like, you know, two ways of, uh, you know, of basically creativity being, subtract, uh, you know, okay. uh, subtracting in, in, in two ways. So. Good save. Good save. <laughs> when, when he wrote that. <laughs> yes. He, he covered, he covered all bases. Pick up all bases. Alrighty. Yeah, so I think I think that's looking at creativity at a, a different, very interesting ways. Because mm-hmm. one is like the, the process itself, you know, be, mm-hmm. being occupied mm-hmm. with it, like uh, like being in a studio or being in the process of, of shooting a picture or editing it. But also like the, the, the sense that you get when you reflect on the finished product or... Um, you know when when you put your stuff out there, right? Yeah, yeah. and okay. also the reception, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Very philosophical, guys. <laughs> and, and great, great, <laughs> yeah, no. great question to to close us out with, uh, uh, there, uh, Tosh. All right. Okay, guys. So uh, I will uh, talk to you guys maybe next week. Are we doing next week? I don't know. Are we? Well, I'd, I'd say why not. Mm. Okay. Okay. 
Where where shall we find you, Dick? Uh, right now it's nowhere because nowhere because I don't apparently don't tweet. But <laughs> yeah, let's, act, don't. let's act at Dick underscore daily. I don't right. I don't blog anymore, and that's dailybeast.com. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I haven't done anything on Facebook. So all right. Cool. Yeah, I'm pretty lame. Yeah. And you, you, uh, Ty. Uh, you can find me on Twitter sometimes, <laughs> and, <laughs> and you can find me on Instagram as well at uh, ty09. I both. actually posted a couple of posts on uh, Instagram. What, 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 what have you posted? Yeah, yeah, videos. Videos. Uh, yeah. yeah, I posted like two videos uh-huh. cool. of like uh, being in a training. Yeah, no, I saw. Uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. And Tosh. Um, I'm at, on Twitter at Tosh Polak, T-O-S-H-P-O-L-A-K. My website is www.toshiropolak.com. Um, and since we're talking about creativity, let me plug my projects real quick. Um, I'm mm-hmm. part of a vocal group called Singergy, and we're at www.singergy.com. And also, um, An Apprentice, that's my uh, producer duo music outlet Mm -hmm. um and we're uh on soundcloud that's www.soundcloud.com slash anna that's a-n-a prentice p-r-e-n-t-i-c-e clay cool where you at yes cw daily uh on twitter and uh hopefully soon a website for my photography again and uh where are our podcast website is cybercast c-y-b-r-c-a-s-t dot com and our twitter account is uh, c-y-b-r-c-a-s-t and uh, that's us ciao guys later later jinx return to your regular scheduled programming Cool guys, cool. Yeah, man, I liked it. Uh, all right, that was a great show. We kept man. it under an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. But forty, I think it's forty minutes. Uh, forty-seven to be exact. And actually, so basically, at least I won't. Uh, uh, uh Michelange won't be upset. He said, "Man, a half an hour episode, man. What was that?" <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah. Really? He was like, "What are you doing to me?" I was like, "Uh, we wanted to try a half an hour." He said, "Come on, man." <laughs> <laughs>